beautiful listeners. I'm your host Omnia and welcome to my brand new podcast, Hidden Features, where I combine my love for history and fashion and talk about everything to do with historical fashion, fashion trends and pop culture. And for today's episode, I want to talk about the woman known for refining women's fashion, Miss Coco Chanel and her more controversial past of going from being an icon to sleeping with Nazis. Miss Gabrielle Bonheur Coco Chanel was a French fashion designer, businesswoman, and the founder of the luxury fashion house Chanel, which specializes in women's fashion, luxury goods, accessories, and it's well known for the Chanel Number no. 5 perfume that was famously worn by Marilyn Monroe. However, Miss Chanel didn't grow up in such luxury, with her family growing up below the poverty line. Born on August 19, 1883, in Samoir, France, the mother Eugene Deville Chanel, who was a laundry woman at the same hospital Miss Chanel was born at, and Father Albert Chanel, who was a street vendor who travelled to and from different markets and wasn't really pre- wasn't really present during the birth of Miss Chanel and throughout her childhood. One thing I will note about Miss Chanel was that she wasn't really an honest person, and so the story or one thing I will know about Miss Chanel is that she wasn't really the honest type and she did lie and deceive the truth about her childhood so please bear with me if I skip from section to section. However, when Coco Chanel was 11 years old, her mother tragically died at the age of 32 and the five children who weren't in school due to how poor they were ended up being split up because as I mentioned previously, her father wasn't really the loving type and apparently after the mother's death he moved to america to pursue work rather than staying with his five children but anyways the two boys were sent to farms to work as farmers men whilst the three daughters coco included were sent to the covert of abazine which ran an orphanage the nuns there were apparently really strict and the girls had no freedom at all not being allowed to listen to anything other than church music not allowed to decorate their rooms and they only had two. Once Coco turned 18, she was kicked out of the orphanage and she moved into boarding school where they would teach people trades and is where Coco learned to sew. During this time, Coco drew an interest in pursuing a life in the acting industry as where she lived had a huge theatre scene. She fell in love with everything to do with the theatre scene, including the life of the actresses. Actresses during this time would engage in polyamorous relationships with men that could provide for them and they were called courtesans. Similar to, like, sugar babies. Coco herself found herself in one of these relationships with a man named Edian Bolson, who took an interest in her and asked her to live in his house with other other courtesans that he had. Edian himself was a richer man, and he was a trust fund baby. Coco, when she moved in, quickly found that she didn't fit in with the other, other courtesans and she was more masculine and the other courtesans had more fuller bodies and she didn't like it so she started experimenting with clothes because all the clothes during the early 20th century was built for more fuller women like the corsets and the gowns and she didn't like that so she would experiment with Edian's clothes he would experiment with his shirts his pants and his hats and she quickly liked it she quickly found that she liked 
the other clothes she liked wearing his pants because it was more accessible for her as she was also a horse rider and wearing pants is better than wearing gowns whilst horse riding you know obviously and this caught the attention of the other courtesans and this caught the attention of Etienne, who was actually really interested and liked her new style and coco began altering the clothes and like switching up switching them up and you know she was having fun with it which actually prompted the other courtesans to ask coco to make pieces for them to design clothes for them and also Edian's rich friends which the courtesans weren't allowed to be seen by would see coco and would ask where she got her clothes and she would tell them that she designed them and they would make requests for her to like design clothes especially straw hats because for some reason she loved wearing straw hats skipping ahead to 1908 coco started having a hired man for her pieces and she decided to move to paris and she stayed in one of Edian's probably many apartments and this is when coco started having an affair with one of Edian's friends captain Arthur Edward Capel, a rich Englishman, offered to help pay for Coco to open a boutique in a town called Deauville in France. And so that's exactly what she did in 1913. She opened up her little boutique and she introduced her casual clothing line for women. She also made a swimsuit line for women after seeing the women of Deauville, a town at the beachfront, not getting into the water. She also designed the first woman's cardigan using a sweater of Arthur's that was that she quite literally opened up and added buttons to. Coco soon became a fashion icon with her being a blueprint for a lot of trends with women around her. Coco cut her hair short, the women would cut her hair short. By 1920, Coco had boomed into an international sensation with her being one of the leading fashion designers. Her designs were new, fresh, rebellious and provocative, something that bear in mind was not something seen in women's fashion before. Coco was also the first fashion designer to create their own perfume, her notorious Chanel No. 5 perfume. Soon after this, Coco realised one of the leading reasons for her success was the image that she portrayed that she was a mysterious woman which i kind of find interesting and you can kind of tell by her childhood where this comes from that she doesn't till this day that we don't know much about her childhood um, over the next couple of decades the house of chanel kept on growing and was seen as supreme in france and internationally and coco was now a celebrity with everyone and one of her most notorious or notable friends was Winston Churchill, one of the English Prime Ministers. By 1935, she had over 400 employees and was succeeding in the fashion world, but as we all know, World War II started in 1939. World War II is what I personally say was a downfall of Miss Chanel's character as we know it today. At the beginning of the war, Coco closed her store, people assuming for safety reasons. But no, three years earlier, her employees started unionizing against her for better pay. Keep in mind, Chanel was running the fashion industry during this time. And it was believed that Coco used the war to lay off all her employees. 
which is a bit sad, but you know. By 1940, Nazi Germany had taken over France and Miss Chanel was known to befriend Nazis. Coco Chanel lived in the Hotel Ritz, which was known for where the Nazis would stay and she was close with the Nazis and would publicly praise Hitler. Coco was believed to share the anti-Semitic beliefs of the Nazi party and apparently she worked as a spy for the Nazi party when they were trying to take over Madrid. When the Nazis were taking over Jewish businesses, Coco also used her Aryan status to take over the perfume company that distributed Chanel Number no. 5 as the family that owned the company were a Jewish family and they had no rights at the time. However, Pierre, the owner of the distribution company, was aware of the Nazis' invasion and signed the rights to his company to one of his French business friends and that would later sign the company back to him after the war. But Coco didn't know this and she tried to sue Pierre for wanting to keep his company. However, Pierre did understand the risks that Coco suing him placed on not only him but her too. So he decided on an agreement saying that Coco would receive 2% of what the company made, which was around 25 million US dollars a year, making her one of the richest women alive at the time. And also Coco wanted Pierre to pay for her living expenses despite her getting $25 million a year. After the war ended, Coco was known for sleeping with Nazis and was prosecuted for her Nazi involvement as she was a spy for the Nazis and also for betraying France. But her beloved friend, Winston Churchill, saved her from going to trial. However, he didn't save her from the French public who were rightfully disgusted in Coco's actions. So she decided to move to Switzerland to, as I quote, isolate herself, whatever that means. In 1954, over 10 years after the end of the war and after she was, well, they tried to prosecute her, Coco tried to make a comeback. Chike tried to make a comeback and the French public were very hesitant to support her, but Coco still tried and she did end up gaining the support of the French public back. And Chanel is still up and running over over 50 years later. So I will say her commitment to trying to succeed did pay off. So yeah, that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to leave a rate on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever you listen to your podcast to. Hope you have a good day, night, evening.